This is the Darnell Autry Show. I am Darnell Autry with Daniel Blunk, and here we go. Hi, listeners. Daniel here. We hope you enjoyed part one of our discussion on what type of actor are you, Darnell? And today we conclude with part two. The minimum to get to the next level is a, is a, is a love, some form of love, right, of the game, because it's just you and your teammates playing a game, right? So you have to have that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, as the, the further up in levels you go, the more minimums that you have to have. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that by the time you're a pro, your minimums are way above most people that have ever played the sport, which is cool. But the things that are on top of your minimums are the things that make you all pro, hall of famer, record breaker, you know, longevity, all those things along with a lot of luck and no injuries and, you know, so on and so forth, the things that are outside of your control, but there is a minimum, right? There is a, there are minimums that you should, that you should have that you can acquire. Right. But there's minimums that you should have. And I do, I've always believed that like, if I'm in an acting class and someone's never taken a class before, I should expect that there's a lot of rules and things and a lot of uh, terminology and things that they probably won't know. And so this will be a different class for them than it'll be for me since I've taken classes before versus I'm in a class with veterans that have been doing it for a while. They know how it goes. They've they're working people. Mm -hmm. So now I know that their minimums are minimums are relatively the same. Mm -hmm. If not, they have more accomplishments, whatever, but there's a minimum, right? There's a floor. Yeah. For a lot of actors, these things I'm going over now is more for, raising the floor than raising the ceiling yeah i like that this isn't about i like that how are you going to have your breathtaking academy award-winning roles this is how are you going to be good enough to at least have work often enough to at least keep you motivated to do to keep going to keep doing the work right 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 because if you're just naturally low responsive i'm going to go back to the beginning if you're just naturally low responsive and you just that's just you well, you're not going to get the role that requires you to cry in every scene. No. You, that's just not you. No. Now, you might be rock solid as an ensemble cast member. Yeah. As a Detective yeah. that's not emotional, whatever role it is that requires you to be pretty even keel and good at it. You might be that actor. Yeah. Fair you enough. might be the actor that no one's ever heard of, and yet when they look at your IMDb, like, you've, oh my been, God, in you've, yeah, you've been in everything. You've been in everything. Like, oh my God, that, that that dude was in all kinds of stuff. I didn't realize. And again, that's a that's an incredible career. Yeah, it's an incredible career. You were never the star, but you were in a lot of movies. You made some. You made good money. You had a career in the arts, which I think is a success. Yeah. So so for a lot of these, you know, because I, I talk about how these aren't usually the skills that are catered to in an acting class right because if you are low responsive if you are more analytically driven you might tend to be either you're going to get ignored by acting teachers and you just won't get the the love and support right right right. so your your career is never going to bloom or even if you do get the love and support you need you're just not going to be in that you're not going to be a one percenter Right. You're not going to be the A-lister. You're not going to be the star of the show. You're not going to be the guy that everybody's like, oh, he's the hero. Right. But for some, that's okay. 
Yeah. If I'm just solid enough where I can be in these all these big movies yes. and I'm a I'm a paid SAG actor and this, this is the way I actually support myself. Yes. I may not be rich, but I can I'm rich enough to live in California. Yes, I am. Which you is pretty, pretty, doing pretty doing well. You're doing pretty well if you can live in LA. No, right. I, absolutely. And I think that that's the um it's really funny how I always think things, all this entertainment world is connected, right? Because every camp, every camp that I've ever had that I start a camp, I tell the parents first and foremost, like, you know, I, I, this is, you can't want it more than they do. You know what I mean? You can't mm-hmm. be the helicopter parent and be like, hey, you got to, you know, you, you if you want to be, a, you want to go to college, you got to be better. You got to get better. You got to get better. If they don't care that much, then that's, that's that. But there's a lot of guys out there that have been backups, that have been on teams, that have played very well, that are not the star of the camp, but they're good players. They're solid guys. They'll go to college. They'll have a good college career. Hell, they may get to the pros. They may not be all pros. They may not make it to the Super Bowl, but you were in the NFL, and you had a great career. You know, you didn't break any records. You didn't, you know, but you had a good career. So, you know, being honest with them about, hey, listen, that's not a bad thing either. Mm-hmm. You know, there's only one Deion Sanders. Right. There's only one Barry Sanders, right? There's only one Dan Marino. There's only one Aaron Rodgers. Like, there's only one Peyton Manning. So all of these things, you know, the, the honesty of, like, you could still have a great career and not be the guy. But you got to be honest with yourself and what you want out of it, right? Do you want to, if you want to be the guy, that's it. Okay, then, then let's see what you got. Because that takes a lot. But if you want to, if you want to be really good, and you want to get to the college, you want to play college, and you want to eventually play pro, you still got to be really good. There's no doubt about that. But there's a different mentality between like, hey, I really want to, I want to, I want to play in the NFL, and I just, I, I want to have a good career, and I'm going to be smart about it, I'm going to be healthy, and I'm going to do all those things. But in the process, too, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to get my degree. I don't know if I'm going to make it to the NFL, and I'm not worried about that part. I just want to go to college. Mm-hmm. That usually is the person that would end up in the pros, like because they, yeah. they're, they're comfortable in my expectations. You know, they're comfortable in their expectations. I worry about people that are, um, you know, little, you know, Pop Warner League, high school, that go, I, I want to be a professional. I just want to be a pro football player. That's cool. That's a great, that's a great goal. But the product and the effort and the work that you need to put into that, you need to be prepared for that because it's a different level, right? You need to be at a different level. You need to see it differently, mm-hmm. right? Same with the acting thing, right? If I can go in and be like, listen, I'm not trying to be Johnny Depp. I'm not trying to be Brad Pitt. I'm not trying to be uh, Chadwick Boseman, right? I want to be... I want to earn a living in the, inter- in, the, in, the, in the industry. I want to be a part of some good f- film projects. I want to direct eventually. I'd like to write eventually, but I want to be in a couple of TV shows. If that's your goal, then it's you're, you're, you're defining what the point is, right? What's the purpose? As opposed to going, I just want to be rich and famous. Right. Right? I just want yeah. to be A-lister. I want to be the next Brad Pitt. Okay, but that 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 takes that takes a lot of work. That takes more. I mean, like you got to. I mean, it's a different it's a different thing. It's a different level, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Now, having having said what we just said, right now, there's certainly 
nothing that's going to keep an analytically driven actor from becoming a superstar. No. There's nothing that's, that's, that's going to keep. That's the other thing on that. Absolutely. Yeah. A low responsive actor might become a superstar. I can think of actors that I don't remember any roles where they just were blubbering crying the whole time. Right. But they are acclaimed actors. Yeah. So certainly these types of skills that I'm talking about, that that I'm favoring more in this episode because they don't get talked about a lot. Agreed. I got you. Low responsive, analytical, task-oriented. By all means, yes, you can achieve a high level. You absolutely can. I just bring this up because I think there's a lot of actors that are being brushed aside and they're not being given the support they should be. Right. Because they don't have the skills that wow an acting teacher or or wow a crowd. Right. They haven't been nurtured with their set of talents yet. I see what you're saying. Right, 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 right. Makes sense. So so for yourself, you, you think about, you know, we've already covered low responsive, high responsive. You're like, oh yeah, okay, I'm kinda like this, right? Right. Or, Am I lowly, a low expressive person, high expressive person? Okay, that helps out too. Am I more analytical? Am I more emotionally driven? Oh, okay, I guess I am more. I'm more of these things that never seems to be talked about much in acting classes. Right, right. Am I more task-oriented, people-oriented? Oh, yeah, I guess I'm more task-oriented, right? Right. I, I really take notice of what people are doing. Right. Like, huh. Well, if I would really emphasize those things in my acting instead of thinking, oh, that's not the way I'm supposed to do it. Who knows how much better I could be? Right, 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 right. Yeah. And, and, and it's really about, you know, knowing, and the difference between, and again, I hate, I want to make sure that we're very clear about this, that, you know, sports has an end, right? You, you're only so young, and at some point you get old and father time's undefeated, and so your career will end, <laughs> yes. right? Your career will end. But when you're working on a craft like acting and music, singing and, and writing, it's an ongoing process, right? You're constantly learning, you're constantly growing, you're constantly challenging yourself, you're constantly improving, mm -hmm. right? So again, it's not to say that like, oh, you know, I just want to, I just want to have a decent career in, in Hollywood and you get there and you're like, ah, I'm struggling, but I'm doing, I'm doing enough that makes me feel like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm surviving, which is, which is enough for me. That's not to say that you wouldn't eventually run into a class or something that all of a sudden changes your whole perspective and puts you in a different level, or you end up taking this small part and this small part turns into a big, big recurring thing. Mm -hmm then catapults you into a whole different, you know, level that happens too. But I think the re the being realistic on what you want ind individually out of it, mm -hmm. you know, and then being able to attain it and have a plan and be able to temper your expectations about, okay, I'm taking Daniel's class because Daniel's class focuses on this, this, and this. And I really want to work on that. Mm -hmm. And you're very, you're very thoughtful about that. Not, hey, I'm taking this Daniels class because Brad Pitt was in there. Right. And I think <laughs> I'm going to be the next Brad Pitt. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. going to show Daniel that I'm the next Brad Pitt. And he's going to see me and he's going to be like, oh, man, you've ever heard of Brad Pitt? I'm like, yeah, of course I heard of Brad Pitt. He's like, yeah, you're the next Brad Pitt. I'm like, yeah, I figured I would be. I knew that was going to be the case. I knew that. I knew I was going to be the next Brad Pitt. 
But I think that's that's funny because there's a lot of like it happens, right? These people get in the class and they go, "I really want to impress this teacher." Instead of going, mm-hmm. "I really want to get better." Yeah. I really want to impress my classmates by yeah. how deep I am. Like I just want to get better. I'm going to go to this football camp and show this coach that I'm really good at catching. I've got great hands. And and you go out there and the coach never sees you the whole time. You did, they didn't even they didn't even know you was out there. You know what I mean? Like, so I just want to get better at where I'm at. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to get better at catching. I'm going to run better routes. I'm going to do all that. And if they see me, great. If not, I still got better at running routes. I got two. I got coached by people that know how to run routes. So that's invaluable for me, right? As opposed to, oh, uh, Nick Saban's there. He's going to see me and be like, yeah, I'm an Alabama guy. Like, he's going to tell. He could tell. And if it doesn't happen, you're so heartbroken. And devastated, but Nick, Nick wasn't looking for that. That wasn't what he was, you know what I'm saying? So when you when you do things, I'm always of the mind, as I've gotten older, I got to qualify that, because I had the same thing when I was younger. I'm like, I'm going to get up on stage. This this, this acting teacher's going to see me and be like, man, this guy's talented. He's the, <laughs> next, he's the next guy. He's the next Denzel Washington. I had that thought. I really wanted that, right? I would go to these camps and... Like, oh, man, this coach is going to see me. I'm going to be an instant star. They're going to discover me, right? Mm-hmm. But inevitably, it didn't work out like that. <laughs> I'm not saying that it can't. Yeah. But it seems more productive to go into it with a, hey, I'm here to get better. Mm-hmm. I'm here to learn. I'm here yep. to grow. Yep. Then I'm here to be rich and famous. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a... There's a piece of advice to any new or aspiring actors to just go into it. Like you said, just try to get better. Don't try and be a star. Don't try to be rich and famous your first day in class. Yeah, no, because listen, you you can't get rich and famous at practice. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You don't win any games at practice. You know what I'm saying? No games have ever been won during practice. I heard that all throughout my whole career. Like when you're practicing, you're practicing. Nobody, Mm -hmm. Nobody cares. I mean, there is something to practicing the way you play. There is definitely a lot to that. But, you know, practicing like being an all-star on, in practice is still in practice. You got to still step up when it counts and when it matters and yeah. during the games and whatever, whatever. But understanding that it is practice, understanding that that's where you mess up, understanding that's where you grow, understand that's where you push yourself. Mm-hmm. You understand that's where you figure out your purpose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. So my next one, I think you'll be able to. I think you'll be able to relate to it. Okay. Um, in the world of athletics, because I talk about structured actors and unstructured actors. Okay. And I like it. Unstructured actors again is the skill that most acting teachers want to see in a student. Okay. Because they go up there and they just try stuff. Just go there and they just go for it. Right. Maybe it's too big. Maybe it's totally off base. doesn't matter. They went up there and they tried it. Right. Unstructured actors tend to be that way. A structured actor will oftentimes get better with more takes, more rehearsals. Mm, Yeah. They almost seem to find freedom within the restriction where if you just let them go they well how far can i run how 
Where am I allowed to, like, what's right. the boundaries for me? Where yes. if you just set those boundaries in the first place, right? now they'll be running around because they know how far they're allowed to go. Right. I tend to find that I am an uh, I am more of a structured actor. If we can do a take or two, maybe even just a practice take. Right. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I get it now. Right. I get um, where we're at. I know where you're going to be sitting. I know where I'm sitting. I kind of know how we're moving. Cool. And I can give you a, and I'm not saying a, an exact duplicate of what we did in practice, but I can give you a really authentic take that looks a lot like practice take. Right. Whereas an unstructured actor has a very difficult time doing the anything close to the same thing in the next <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Paul Denegris, who I met at UAT in Phoenix, Arizona, he talks a lot about there's first take actors and there's third take actors. And oftentimes the, the chemistry will, between actors will be if they're both third take actors, great. If they're both first take actors, great. If you got a first and a third, you'll, you're never going to get that perfect take. Right. I got you. Neither one is going to be at their you. best. Right. Because the more improvisational one, the more unstructured, nails it on their first take. And then every other take, they feel like they're repeating themselves. And, uh, I got you. I never even thought about that. Because he, he was one of the earlier, I guess a mentor, I would say that pointed out, like, yeah, you're more of a third take actor. You get to run the scene a little bit. Right. Now you're better. You actually look more spontaneous because you practiced it. Yeah. Which is... Like it's some nutty stuff you only say in the acting world, right? Yeah, no, well, yeah, yeah, yes and no. I mean, that makes sense though. I mean, like, you, I always love talking shop with you because you always, you always blow my mind with different things that I hadn't really thought about, mm -hmm. right? Because there is this pressure to like, you know, time is money, and they get you got to have it down. You better have it down. Got to get your words right. Get it down. Know your blocking. Know it right away. Get it. Get it, got to have it before it starts because once it goes, it's going. And you forget, I forget that it's a highly edited event, right? It's an event that, that, that doesn't always happen in one take mm -hmm. because the, the background is not right. Because the, the uniform, some, some happened, there was a noise, there's a this, there's a that, there's a whatever, cut, cut, boom, missed the word, but cut, boom. Like, so it's a, it's a repeated process. And it goes back to like I heard back in the day, like of a two-hour movie, actors really only get like 20 minutes of real acting. Like, because everything else is cut. All right, next. Or you repeat it again. Cut. All right, now repeat that again. Cut. You know what I mean? You don't yeah. really get the flow. You get 20, 20 minutes of actual, like, mm -hmm. getting it in. You know? Yeah. So it's interesting that you said that because... I think I think I'm I'm more of a structure guy too. I think if I could walk through it, you know, oh you're gonna say that and I'm gonna say this and then okay. And oh, so 
Oh, we're arguing here. All right, so the, the the fight happens right here in front of the couch. Okay, so it's not we're not walking in and fighting. Okay, got it, got it. I see. And then you go walk in and you're like, all right, I started fighting too early. Okay, I gotta. All right, you want me actually all the way to the couch? You know what I mean? You can get a sense of yes. Work your way into it. Yep. Because the pressure to be right on the first take feels. I mean, if, if it happened, that'd be great. But I feel like the 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 young me would be like, I'm going to nail it the first time. They could be like, <laughs> oh, my God, he was so good. Like, the first take, he just, he's amazing. He just does everything in the first take. It's amazing. But the older me goes, oh, I don't know. I, I mean, it does it happen? Yeah. Is it rare? I would imagine, right? To get everything perfect. Yeah. Every time, the first mm-hmm. take. Mm-hmm. There's a skill set, man. I give you that. But I think even the best and the brightest don't always just do. We just did one take and that was it. I mean, he was just so brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I noticed that a lot in my directing, I try to be very cognizant of what kind of actors are they? Ah, because some actors, you're going to have to let them do a practice take. You're going to just have to let them walk through the scene one time. Even if, even if, hey, you know, the time is time is money and, and we're kind of, I'm not going to get a performance out of them unless I let them get that one practice take in. Sometimes even when I make major changes between takes, they're going to need like another practice take to sort of, because now they've reset. Right. Well, now right, you want right, all right. new stuff. Right. I need another practice take. Right, right, right. Other actors I worked with are like, all right, put, what, what do I got to do next? All right, all right, let's go, let's go. Let's just do it. They, they're so up and right, amped right. that we got to go now. Right, 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 right. Roll camera, go, 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 go. Right, right, so right. So I got to capture this magic now. Right, 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 right. And it's if you don't get the same kinds of actors in that scene, what are you going to do? One wants to practice take. One wants to go now. Yeah, what do you do? You let yeah. the other person do the walkthrough on their own and then... Bring in the second. Uh... So the first thing I do, the very first thing I do is punch myself in the face <laughs> for, being, <laughs> for being dumb enough for why did I put these two actors together? It's not their fault. Mm. It's mine. Mm. Right. Why do I have them in this scene together? Right. Right, right, right. So after I punch myself in the face. Right. And yell at myself. Right. That I'm so stupid. Right. Now what I do is... I take, usually I take a chance and I say, okay, we're just going to go, we're just going to do like a practice take, but I'm actually rolling the film. Right. Just in case. Right. I catch magic, right? In a bottle. So we'll do what is a pretend practice take, but I'm actually rolling. Right. And then as soon as that one ends, I'll usually for the structured actor, it becomes, Hey, do you got anything? You got, you got anything else you want to do? I don't tell them. Hey, you got anything else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, because a lot of times, a lot of those actors, they're in in this scene, they're thinking what they want to do in the next scene. Mm. I want to do it again. I want to do it this way. Right, 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 right. So instead of going, hey, I would like you to do this. I want you to do this. I leave it to them. Because I know they got another thing they want to do. Right. All right, you ready to go? Okay. So now to the, the structured actor. All right, so you're cool? You're cool. We just... Let's just go right now. So you start at the practice session is kind of fresh in your mind. Right. And just give me that again. 
roll up. I just lied to everybody. I'm a terrible, horrible human being. Let's make that clear. I'm an awful, awful person. But the product, hey, listen, if the product ends up great and everybody is in their flow, right? Th those two actors are going to be praised for their performance. So yes. I, I justify to myself, like, it was okay that I lied to everybody. Yeah. Because they looked really good on, on screen. Yeah, there you go. Right. Right, right, right. That's not a justification. No, no, but it, I, However, you know, it yeah. soothes my soul. Yes. Yeah. So that's usually what I'll, <laughs> well, that's an example of how I would that's, deal with that. Yeah, that's, I never, I never thought about it as, because, you know, the conversation's about being professional, right? The conversation mm -hmm. about being a professional actor often involves around, you know, being on time, hitting your mark every time, listening to direction, um, being off book, um, being ready to go when the camera's rolling, right? And dressing the part, acting, you know, whatever, you know, being being present and all that stuff. But in that, there is no like, but it's okay if you're a second or third or fourth take person. No one's ever said that because time is money. And, that, you know, I don't want to, <laughs> as a director, I don't want to set myself up for a long day for, you know, five scenes that take yeah. twice as long because this dude can't quote unquote get it versus it's not that he doesn't get it. It's just that he's a, he's a third take kind of guy. He got, he, he warms up into it. He, he builds up into it. And all of a sudden now you've got magic at take number four. Yeah. It's, it's rough. Some, sometimes it involves how you do the different takes in a scene. Mm -hmm. If I have, a first take actor and a third take actor, what am I going to do? Okay, I'll shoot it. I'll shoot the wide first. Right. And I'll just roll camera. And we're just going to do the whole scene in one take. Right. Because I'm going to capture that unstructured actor's first take. I've got the whole thing on camera. Right. Right, right, right. It's not going to be the other actor's good take. But for me, that's okay. Right. Because I'm following this actor around the whole time. Right. Now right, in our right, close-ups, right. in our, right? Now, now I'm going to punch in into... this structured actor who's now gone through it. Okay. Just go from the door to the refrigerator and cut. And they can do that over and over because it's just here to here. Right. From here to here. And I'm going to set the camera where maybe the other actor's back is to you. Because I'm not going to get your best take. Now. Right, right, right. So I just put your back to me. Interesting. So I can, like yeah. you said, you, you can fudge with it. I can, yeah, I can, I can play angles. I can play takes. I can play cuts. Yeah. I can play edits. Yeah. Which is something that probably why the first take actor was always so highly acclaimed. And these unstructured actors that can just go in and improv and even within a, a scripted scene, right? right. They're, they're kind of playing. Right. I think that's a leftover from live theater. Right. Where you got to go. Right. It's got to be on right now. You don't get another shot at this. So if you're good at just making it up on the fly and, and dealing with a situation, you were highly regarded. Right. Makes sense. Of course, live theater, it's all first takes. Right. Right. No, absolutely. It is the first take. Right. So... 
perhaps for a structured actor, the world of film and especially digital filmmaking that allows take after take after take, finally there's place for a structured actor in the world. Right. Where if live theater was the only game in town, I'm I'm a dead duck. Right. This is gonna I'm gonna struggle with this. Yeah. So like you said, the the world of filmmaking, because it's action cut, action cut, 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 may cater to someone that previously didn't have the skill set for live theater. Right. Now has the now skill has set. The skill set for, for the filmmaking. Right. And even certain actors. Um, a friend of mine worked with Nicholas Winding Refn, who okay. directed Drive, directed Neon Demon, uh, Only God Forgives. And he told me that Nicholas Winding Refn is a type of director, 30 takes, 40 takes. Holy cow. We're just, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. I don't know why for sure. I've never heard him talk about right, it. Right, right, right. But when you have... 30 takes of a scene, you can't prep. Right. The actors can't prep. So they're just doing it over and over and over and over. And by the 30th one, I'm ready to strangle you. Right, right, right. So now I'm just raw. Right. Because I need us, I need, we got to go to lunch. Yeah. I, right, 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 right. That's a lot of takes. So now there's a lot of authenticity because I can't fake. After the 20th one. Right. I'm just me now, man. I got you. Yeah, this is it. This is all I got left. I'm stripped of all of the hope that I thought I was going to do in the magic in this scene, and it's just me being me, which, again, probably creates some incredible moments, I'm sure. Which could cater to certain type of actors, like 30 takes right on. Right. I got all this time to work with. Right. We get to do it over and over. I get to practice and just kind of keep going, keep going, keep going. So there are... Directors even that I think cater to certain types of actors over others. Interesting. Because of live theater to, you know, the world of uh, film as in you had to get reels of film. film, Right. Which is still, there's a time limit. Right. Because I only got so many of these. Right. To now digital filmmaking, which is almost unlimited. Right. In the number of takes you can do. Right. So hopefully the technology has allowed more people a place in the world of filmmaking. I, w- I would imagine it, that it has, for sure. For sure, for sure. So from that, you, you say you find yourself probably more of a structured... Yeah, I'm probably more of a structured guy in that, you know, I like a good practice round or two, get my, get, you know, build up, build, 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 and then be ready to to kill it. You know, yeah. Um, that's not saying obviously that I go in with the expectations that I'm gonna get as many takes <laughs> as I need. You yeah. know, that I'm not gonna go in unprepared as though I'm like, this is fine. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna do the first time, and then I'm, they're probably gonna do it like three or four more times. So um, this is cool. Because if it doesn't happen, then I need to be prepared. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, I need to know that oh oh oh, we're just doing one and done because the time frame just lets us do one and done then I need to make it work. Would I prefer not to work like that? Probably. But, I mean, it is what it is. All right, good. Interesting. Yeah. All right, so one more I got is unassertive versus assertive actors. And when I was teaching class, actors would often get very uh, upset and, uh, and triggered if I 
even made a comment that they were probably more unassertive actors. Because it tends to be like spineless or weak. Yeah, because we, or, we value leadership and backbone and yeah. toughness and lead, you know, like mm -hmm. I'm I'm the I'm the A type personality. Yeah. I'm the guy, like I'm the star, I'm the whatever. I'm yeah. more than capable of I'm tough. Whatever. Whatever right. you assert, whatever yep, you add to that's exactly it. Yeah. Assertiveness. Mm -hmm. But it's really do you lead a scene or do you focus on making the other actor better? Am I going to lead us to victory or am I going to support you in your victory? And that will in turn allow me to be victorious. Mm, see, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's an interesting question because when I think about all the experiences that I've had, there were times when I felt like I I I gotta be I gotta be assertive on this mm -hmm. one. I gotta I gotta take the lead on this. Mm -hmm. I gotta I gotta really get after it and really like show them because it was always about I need to show them I'm good. I need to show mm -hmm. them I'm good. I need to show them I'm good. And then there are times when you don't feel confident and you're not sure, so you are not assertive and you just kind of wait back in the back mm -hmm. and wait till, you know what I mean. But I would I would. I would hope that as I've gotten older and understand the game, that I would be more inclined to be unassertive, right? So that I could take the stress off myself, mm -hmm. right? Take the pressure off yourself. Like, listen, I'm I'm in this scene, like you said it a couple of weeks ago, like, I'm here to tell a story, right? My old self would be like, I'm here to be in this movie. I'm th I'm this character in this movie. Right. As opposed to taking it off of you and making it about the story. So it seems to me that once I get back in the realm again, that I would be I would focus more on being unassertive mm. so that I could be more of a, hey, I'm going to I'm going to prop you up. Yeah. I'm propping you up. Even if you think about it in terms of auditions. Right. Think about it like that, that you're reading for a character like we do the example like you're you're in handcuffs and you're the you're the criminal but you're not the main story of the show right you're a part of it right you're uh you're the you're the boyfriend of the girl that got um that got murdered and you're a suspect but you're the show is really about the detectives right so when you approach it in a way of being unassertive you as that co-star mm -hmm. are propping up the detectives to make them look good right to make them look tough to make them look empathetic or sad or whatever the case may be but if you so if you turn it if you turn it around like that it takes the pressure off you like i gotta be a good co-star and uh i'm in the scene and i'm the main guy in the scene and and I'm, i gotta make this scene work as opposed to going i'm part of a story mm -hmm. and this part of the story, if I'm being accused, I am propping this detective up to go off on me. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's really not about me as much as it is the detective. And even if I was the main thing in the show, I'm pushing the story along to push everybody else along. So now that you say that, I hope that I'm not, I hope that I would be an unassertive because I tended to be again, let's let's talk football. I tended to be an unassertive football player as well. Right. I tended to 
do my job so that we could do all the things we needed to do as a team mm-hmm. so that we could win. Not so that Darnell could be the star of Saturday. Not so that Darnell could get all the interviews after the game. They're going to love me. They're going to love what I did this game. It's going to be great. I was more concerned about getting first downs, making sure I don't fumble, getting my blocks, winning the game, executing the play, you know, doing those things that were more about the team. Like, oh, I got to block because Steve needs time to throw, so I need to block this guy. If I don't block him, he's not going to have a chance to throw, so I'm now not assertive. I'm more of the unassertive. I'm the ultimate team guy. Mm. But in that instance, being unassertive makes you a team person, not a, this scene's about me, even though you're not the star of the show. Yep. Interesting. So I'm more of an unassertive. I tend to, if I focus on how do I make the other actor better, I'm a better actor. Mm, and yes. it seemed like you would be the same way. I, w- I would hope so. I've yeah. never got an opportunity, and I'm going to real soon. Never got the opportunity to, to work on that, mm. to be, to get up there and go, you know what? This is a story, and I'm here to make this person look good. Mm. I have some really funny things that I say, but I'm not playing for the crowd, right? I'm, 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 I'm making this person look good. Yeah. And certainly the world needs both. Absolutely, 100%. Unassertive actors, we need assertive actors. And when they get mixed together, it works great. Yes. It works absolutely great. Uh, You know, an assertive actor, I think of in the athletic world, most fans who know anything about the backstory of the great Chicago Bull teams of Michael Jordan, I think the quote was, Phil Jackson was the coach, but it was Jordan they feared. Right. Jordan ran the practices. Yes. He's the one you better not let down. Yes. He's the one that said, why are you over there? You're supposed to be throwing the screen. Right. Or if I'm clearing out this side of the court, then clear out. Right. He's the assertive guy. He's the assertive. And he needed to be. Yes. Because he shouldn't be something he wasn't. Right. He needed to be the assertive player. Right. Right. Because I don't want people to think that assertive actor means... The show off or or weak or right. The ham He's not that that's not, that's not what we're saying. Yeah. We're talking about someone that is, they lead it. Mm -hmm. They want to lead it. They need to lead it. Yep. And that doesn't necessarily mean that that's better or worse. Because again, like you said, everybody can't be assertive because then you end up with bad, (laughs) you know what I mean? You end up with bad um, chemistry and Mm -hmm. fights on set and all kinds of stuff like that versus everybody being unassertive and no one no one's really has ever are are you gonna we're okay so we're not gonna do this are you gonna go up or am i gonna go up like yeah yeah who's making who look good here Mm -hmm. you know but i think that there should be i mean there's still again let's 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 also make it clear like there's still genuine love there's a genuine love for like hey i'm a castmate in this in this ensemble but my character my personality my acting style is not I need to be the one every time I walk into a room that everybody looks at. Mm. I want to do, I want to make you look good. I want to make you look good. I want me to look good. I want people to go, oh, Darnell did a great job. I mean, he wasn't always talking and he mm. wasn't the focus, but he did, a, he did a really good job. He, you know, he played his role. Yeah. Yeah. And with assertive actors, on the other hand, when they do their job right, when they're assertive without being egotistical, without right, being, being nasty, ham, right? 
aren't you just drawn to them? There's a you, level you of- You just want to yeah. do well, right? You yeah. want to do better. They make you all energized. Yes. Like, man, let's yes. do this. Yes. Agreed. And that's the power of an assertive actor. Right. You just want to, man, let's go, man, let's go. And I might become more of a first take actor. Right. Because I'm so jazzed up. Like, right. This yeah, guy's we excited. Could do this. this guy's excited. He's fired up. And I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm following your lead. You show me. And then boom, before you know it, we're both overly excited and we're in good shape. We're doing, we're doing great work. Yeah. And then I go into the scene trying to make you your best. Right. Where, like you said, there's no real focus on me. Right. Because I don't care. I don't need it. Right. The focus is on you. I want to make you as good as you can be, which makes you a better leader, which makes me more able to support you and on and on and on. Right. Yeah. That's the power of when the different types can work together. Absolutely. Makes sense. Yep. 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 So we have, I think from just this one episode, we figured out that I'm still a superhero. You still superhero. Yes. Still superhero. Yes. But a lot of these things that tend to be not as highly praised in acting class. Fair enough. You're more or, or even or even discussed, to be honest, or yeah. even to be discussed, because I think there is there. I mean, there are probably various terms of how they get to your kind of points, yeah. but I still think that there is something to being able to go. I'm an unassertive actor. Like I just, I'm I'm here to make everybody. I'm going to work really hard. To make you look awesome. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm going to do. That's yeah. my job. That's how I, that's how I'm going to approach this thing. I'm a part of a story. I'm going to work really hard to tell my part of the story and support everybody else. That's, that's the way I go. And there is also nothing wrong with, I just, I just don't feel angry at this point. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's, there's okay to be elements of who you are and recognize those elements and be able to have a long lasting career understanding who you are and what you do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Because in the end, and a, a student once asked me in class, you know, what's the difference when they do, when they really play to their strengths? I said, actually, the end result looks really the same. Right. When an assertive actor really does their job without the ego and the unassertive actor without the sheepishness. Yes. When they just stay in their lanes and they do their thing. Match energy can, and just do what they do. You can't tell that one's assertive and one's unassertive. The end result looks, the product looks the same. Right. Analytical versus emotional, the end product looks the same. Right. Because you're talking about results. We're not talking yeah. about like. Because yeah. it's it's the pathways to get to yes. a good product. Right. A and a good, good product is a good scene, good, yeah. good performance. Right. Yeah. So this is about. Is there a different way to get there if the traditional acting class way doesn't work for me? Or the may or the very famous or the big, yeah. big, the well taught, overly taught way of doing it yep. isn't working for you. And there absolutely is. I mean, I hope the re the listeners have uh, at least gotten that much that well, there, there's I, a I, lot listen, of different I, ways. Listen, I'm not. I, I did. I don't know about what everybody else did, <laughs> but I certainly did. And honestly, like. It makes me really excited to want to to do those things and try those things and work on those things because, uh, again, I've I've had my frustrations with classes. I've been in classes where I just feel like I just I'm just not getting it. I'm just I just I'm doing the work, you know. I'm I'm memorizing what I need to memorize. I'm still nervous, but 
but I'm just not getting it. I just don't feel like I'm present and, and getting better, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I'm better for mm-hmm. the experiences, right? That's, I mean, I'm better for being in a various different classes with different people, seeing different things. But my personal, my individual skill set didn't seem to get as good as it could have had I had known some of the things that you were pointing out to me that I could have focused on and worked on and been like, yeah, that's how I'm going to do it. Well, good. I'm glad this has been a good, My uh, good man, episode as always, for you. I love it, Daniel. Thank you very much. And, and listeners, listen, I hope you learned as much as I did. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I want you guys to always continue to take care of each other and look out for each other. This is Daniel Blunk. Thank you very much, listeners. Appreciate all your support over this entire tumultuous year. Uh, Daniel Blunk signing off. Thank you for joining us at the Darnell Autry Show. We're out.